Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include the recent move in treasury yields, my interview with Lori Brewer and Shane Westra on ways for lenders to improve ROI and efficiency in the current market, and what the inflation figures tell us about the future path of the Federal Reserve. With inflation likely causing the Fed to keep hiking rates aggressively, many people in our industry are asking how high mortgage rates can go. The talk in the bond markets today is perhaps a 100 basis point increase in the Fed funds rate next week and the funds rate getting to above 4.25% by the first quarter of next year as a current rate around 2.5% and inflation around 8% still puts the Fed way behind the 8-ball. The 10-year Treasury yield is 3.45% this morning and 30-year fixed rate mortgage is about 6.25%, making for a spread of about 280 basis points. If the 10-year Treasury gets to 4.25%, for example, would that put the 30-year fixed at 7%? Rates going higher from here doesn't make much of a difference with mortgage refinance originations, as the minuscule figures we are seeing now will remain minuscule with higher rates. But higher rates will have an impact on housing sales. With the prospect of recession on the horizon, some potential buyers have one question on their minds. Do we really want to buy a home now? Purchase business could fall further, and as a reminder, those impacted by mortgage companies downsizing can post their resume for free at LenderNews.com, and employers can view them for the nominal fee of $75. Even Wells Fargo, once the 600-pound gorilla of residential finance, is no longer actively working to be the nation's largest home lender, instead shifting its focus to its consumer and wealth clients at the expense of its servicing business. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome on to the show Lori Brewer, Chief Technology Officer at Simple Nexus, and Shane Westra, Chief Product Officer at Simple Nexus. Lori Brewer is a former officer in the U.S. Air Force, Boston Marathon finisher, mother of three boys, and with over 25 years of experience in mortgage banking, she's manifested her forward thinking visions into the development of numerous fintech applications, including the premier incentive compensation platform, Compensafe, and the turnkey mortgage business intelligence software. Nexus Vision. As Chief Product Officer, Shane Westra oversees product development and new feature releases to facilitate a more streamlined, from anywhere, lending experience for all stakeholders in the mortgage lending process. Shane loves to find elegant solutions to seemingly impossible problems and has over 20 years of experience developing software solutions. So, Lori, I want to start with you and then we can transition to Shane. How have you observed lenders adjusting to the current market and what are the biggest pain points they express? Yeah, that's a great question, Robbie. We kind of see two different camps. We see lenders that are are bullish. They've squirreled away money during the last couple of years, and they they have seen this movie play before. So they are aggressively looking for um, branches and lenders and possible acquisitions. Um, and they're going after business now. And, and of course, most of those lenders have servicing portfolios that they can lean on. And then the other other side of that uh, teeter-totter it, are the lenders that maybe didn't um, save for a rainy day. And now they're really looking at their expenses and they're trying to cut back wherever they can. The problem is um, with production down, you know, maybe 40% for some of the lenders that are strong, aren't as strong in the purchase market. It's, you can't just cut 40% of your expenses right off 
off the top, it's very hard to do. So, you know, we see, we see some lenders struggling with that and probably they're becoming the acquisition targets of of the other lenders. Uh, So that, that's what I've, that's what I've been seeing and hearing about. Shane. Yeah. Like, like Lori said, hopefully the the best lenders have predicted this and kind of bolstered their, their war chest and are are ready for it because it is a great time um, if they're prepared to then focus on um, creating these efficiencies and cleaning shop and making sure they've got all the processes set up properly because whether they've got a great war chest or not, everyone wants to reduce costs, especially in these market conditions. So using automation and some of these improvements through technology and other means is is a great idea for all of them. Because really, even saving extra hundreds of dollars per loan, that can make the difference between losing money on each loan or remaining profitable in these conditions. Um, The other big pain point that I've seen is just getting leads in the door. Um, With the swing towards purchase market, a lot have just been so overly reliant on refis and have neglected their real estate agent network and other referral partners. And so really bolstering that up and, you know, adjusting the way they do business to get those leads in the door is very, very important. Lori, you mentioned that lenders need business intelligence to keep a short leash on expenses. And that's crucial right now, uh, as much as, as, as crucial as it has been over the last several years. How are lenders using Nexus Vision to do that? Sure. So Nexus Vision is our business intelligence and analytics platform. And we pull in the production, uh, current current day, real-time data uh, from the LOS, and then also marry that with your general ledger data and your payroll data. And because we also have Compensafe, we have uh, the industry's most um, the most data on who's being paid what. And so when we put all of that together, we can we can get a really good picture of who's um, possibly waiving, giving lender credits or having tolerance cures, you know, not 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 watching the pipeline as as closely as they should be. Um, And if they're also on a high commission plan, then those two things together are what lenders are really looking at now and trying to get a picture across their organization on who's um, bringing in a lot of production and not um, having lender credits or tolerance cures are the main things we see being watched along with other expenses. And it's interesting because sometimes your largest lenders from a production point of view are not the largest, are, are not the largest producers on a revenue perspective, um, especially because of how LO Comp works. LO Comp is not, um, cannot be based on revenue anymore, you know, in the last decade because of the LO Comp rule. And so an, an LO doesn't necessarily, they're not, it, their commission is not impacted at all if they have to um, lower rates or give lender credits. So it it sets up this interesting dynamic that with our software, you can watch and see how that's um, possibly um, showing up in specific branches that might, might not be trending in the right direction, along with the expenses and tools that, you know, as, as we've tried to implement technology across 
our mortgage shops to help us make, you know, close more business, uh, that technology is really expensive and the cost per loan just keeps going up. And over the last two years, unfortunately, lenders hired instead of being, they weren't able to rely on that technology like they should have been. Um, they had to hire bodies. And so now, now they're really taking out a microscope and looking across their organization for where they may have to cut. Um, Shane and I and Simple Nexus uh, are really proud of the fact that our software does provide a really big ROI and, and it allows you to scale your business without hiring more people. And I think that's what lenders really have to look at right now um, because this will turn around someday and we don't want to have to hire another 30% um, when the next production boom comes along. Yeah, Shane, let's talk about ROI for a second. Which process should lenders prioritize modernizing for meaningful near and long-term ROI? Yeah, great question. Um, we've done a lot of analysis in this regard. Um, we, we really strive to provide value at all ends of the spectrum and everything in between of where we can help lenders be more efficient and automate everything possible. So overall, the biggest opportunity that we have seen is with eClose, um, specifically hybrid and Evolt and eNote. Um, we, we do hope that all lenders should mature into RON as well, but with geog with the geographical support being limited right now, we, we really feel that hybrid and Evolt is the place to start. Um, this provides a lot of efficiencies, a lot of which lenders may not recognize right away. Of course, and the more obvious ones is re remove the manual review and those processes. Um, anytime you can get signatures electronically, automatically, programmatically, without you know, human intervention, that's a huge, huge win. It also really reduces your risk and just streamlines all the operations, putting things into the LOS, you know, when everything's done, saves a lot of money, you know, talking hundreds of dollars overall. And also frees up your warehouse line. So, you know, eClose e is the one that we've seen um, a lot of people adopt and, and just be so thankful that they have done that adoption. And especially if a lender has had um, a pretty refined disclosures process, it's really not that much work. It's just kind of the next natural step. Lori, despite layoffs, the battle is still on for top producing LOs. I actually heard of a company paying a multi million dollar. Uh, bonus to lure one from the east coast to the west coast can lenders flaunt their tech stacks to attract lo talent maybe if they don't have a, a million dollar a seven figure pool to, to dole out certainly uh los and branch managers or regional managers uh if they're looking uh to move they definitely ask what what are the tools that you have in place and they expect to have you know top shelf technology there. Uh, that's just, that's a no-brainer at this point. Um, and we feel like, you know, CompenSafe, Nexus Vision, Nexus Engagement, are, and Origination, our point of sale, and then our hybrid and e-close products bring that entire platform uh, to our lenders that, that give you all the tools, you know, almost all the tools you need outside of the LOS to make that a streamlined on-brand experience uh, for customers and for repeat borrowers and also referral agents and title agents and all our partners. 
Um, you can't, you can't, you just can't operate without uh, those tools anymore. And LOs expect it. And it's something that they definitely look for when they um, are considering any type of move. And Shane, I want to close with you. Earlier, you mentioned that referral partnerships are very important in this market. How does Simple Nexus support this? Yeah, great, great question. Um, and, and similar as, as you know, Lori, we're mentioning the the battle for top producing LOs. I think right now we see a lot of battles to really re-engage the partner ne- network as well. Um, I, I think everyone saw this coming. That we knew that things would swing back to a purchase market. And the real estate agents are a huge factor in that, you know, bringing new business in the door. And so we've actually spent the last couple of years really bolstering that up and improving the the experience because the the agents right now, um, they're just going to naturally gravitate towards lenders that are easy to do business with, that um, makes it easy to, to see the status and to be in the loop of what's going on and how they can operate very easily and efficiently with with the borrowers. And so we've done a lot to put more control in the hands of the real estate agents. Um, The real estate agents have their own app that their own profile can kind of bleed through and be visible as well as the lender's profile. And it comes across as a seamless unified party as, as, you know, this is your team that's going to help you get into this house. And it's been so very successful. Um, we've started to involve, you know, not only the the buyer agent but the seller agent as well, and kind of get them involved in the network, and a, a lot of other things that are are still in the plans to really make this the best experience out there. But it's it's been great to see this this mobile app just in the pocket of all these agents that they can take with them and share it easily, share the app with borrowers, and it's 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 really a great way to ensure that this is. You know the primary mechanism to to make sure that leads are coming in and that you're getting all that business. And like I said, it's it's a great way to attract talent that um, you didn't get before as well. You know, I love it because at the end of the day, all of this is improving the borrower experience, and and for them, gives them a more enjoyable time getting a house and makes them uh, build loyalty with these companies that are providing that to them. I want to thank you both for your time today. Really enjoyed it. And uh, hopefully we'll have you back on soon. Thanks, Robbie. Thanks, Rob. Inflation isn't just about fuel costs anymore, as price increases broaden across the economy. We learned yesterday that August CPI inflation was 8.3% year over year, down from 8.5% in July and 9.1% in June. The figure was disappointing, as 8.1% is what was expected. But more concerning was that core inflation, which removes food and energy prices to hone in on domestic inflationary pressures, increased from 5.9% in June and July to 6.3% and rose 0.3% month over month from July to 0.6% in August, suggesting inflationary pressures actually strengthened. With hourly earnings rising by much less at 5.2%, the standard of living for many Americans is falling. A significant contributor to inflation was rapidly rising rents, up 6.7% from a year ago to register the fastest growth in nearly 40 years. The reaction in markets was dramatic, with the 10-year yield rising from 3.29% to 3.42%, and the two-year spiked from 3.51% to 3.75%.
The Fed funds futures were already predicting a 75 basis point increase at next week's Fed meeting and are now pricing in an 18% chance of a 100 basis point rate hike. The impact of 225 basis points in rate hikes, which would be 75 in June, July, and September, hasn't even begun to be felt. November futures are now pricing in a 75 basis point hike as well, raising the chance of a hard landing in the U.S. economy. We are conceivably talking about 400 basis points in hikes over the course of nine months, which is comparable to the rate hikes in the early 1980s in terms of magnitude. And remember, we started the year with negative GDP growth, which means we could be looking at a major slowdown at the end of the year. Turning to today's calendar, mortgage applications decreased 1.2% from one week earlier, according to data from MBA. Activity was expected to remain subdued, with mortgage rates rising to around 6% in the reporting period. And following yesterday's retail inflation report, wholesale inflation is on today's docket with the August PPI down 0.1% month over month and up 8.7% year over year. The headline figure was expected to decline 0.3% month over month with the year over year rate ticking down to 8.5% from 9.8% in July. The New York Fed will conduct their last MBS purchase operation for the foreseeable future with paydowns in the Fed portfolio expected to be well below the $35 billion tapering cap when it purchases up to $387 million of Jenny 2, 4% through 5% later today. We begin the day with agency MBS prices worse a quarter, and the 10-year yielding 3.46 after closing yesterday at 3.42%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. After an unsuccessful harvest, why did the farmer decide to try a career in music? Because he had a ton of sick beats. <laughs> Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, Simple Nexus, the homeownership platform that unites the people, systems, and stages of the mortgage process into one seamless end-to-end solution that spans engagement, origination, closing, and business intelligence. To learn more about Simple Nexus and Encino Company, visit simplenexus.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.